Hi, throw me. My name's Tom Atkins. You are listening to Horror Homeschool. Welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm Ash. How are you, Ash? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm hot. It's far too hot for September in the UK. Sweating balls. Don't even talk to me about it being hot, okay? It's going to be 105 this weekend. Oh, damn it. That's hot as balls, man. But yeah, I was expecting it to get a bit cooler, you know, because September... And yeah, it's it's officially autumn in a couple of weeks, I think, here. But still, I was getting into spooky mode, spooky season mode, and it's just a heat wave has just come out of nowhere in the UK, so not too happy. It's it's hard to want to celebrate Halloween when you're sweating balls, you know? It's yeah. Really, it, it's really hard. Is it is it hot like in in October there, like still? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That, that sucks. Sometimes, sometimes though, we're blessed with a cooler time. Sometimes it gets really cold in the evening, but for the most part, it's warm. So on this episode, next up in the year of the one, we are continuing our chronological coverage of the Conjuring franchise. That's a tongue oh twister. God. <laughs> <laughs> with the Nun too. Um, but before we talk about the movie. Uh, I know you mentioned that you wanted to do a new intro on this episode since we've recently got a surge of new listeners. Um, I've got no idea why, but the show has blown up recently. Um, first of all, thank you to all of our new listeners for tuning in. We really appreciate you. We're honoured and bemused that you want to spend your time with us. But welcome to Horror Homeschool. Uh, we hope you stick welcome. around. Uh, please don't be shy as well. Message us. Say hello. We'd love to chat to our listeners. And we welcome all feedback, positive and negative. Um, but what did you want to say, Ash? Oh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> you don't, I don't know. Remember. You were the one that said, let's do a new intro for our new listeners. I didn't mean a new intro. I meant like let's do like let's introduce ourselves again, like starting let's do from it. Let's do how it. we did from the beginning. Like um, because I'm sure we have different opinions on movies and things like that that's what i meant we mm-hmm. didn't talk about this <laughs> no we didn't but i just thought it just popped into my head and i was like oh ash wanted to do that let's do it um i guess well for people that haven't listened from the beginning because i guess we have been going what 52 episodes now or 52 yeah, yeah uh so yeah. we started this podcast two years ago um when me and ash just decided that we wanted to talk horror movies to each other 
um, and Ash was a sheltered homeschool pastor's kid and um, didn't have much exposure to horror movies growing up. Um, and this was sort of my way of schooling her on horror, introducing her to these movies. Um, and things... it's completely changed my life. Yeah, it's it's been great. It's been a wild ride. And we've like we've had character development over these two years, haven't we? I think that's what you were intending, really, with this intro. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I'm saying is that we uh, are different people than we were. You certainly are, but <laughs> <laughs> it's been great though. Like you've definitely had your eyes opened in the world of horror, and I love it. Um, I but love yeah, things. Yeah, I would recommend though if you've got the time, guys, go back and listen from the beginning I don't think I could actually listen to our first episodes I feel like I'd be cringing at them I think we've <laughs> we've changed a lot but um, it, it's been about growth you know it's not it's literally it's not really just a podcast about us talking about horror movies I mean it is at it at its on, on the surface level but it's a it's a podcast on our friendship I guess that's so that's so fucking corny oh my god <laughs> but I it is you know much. like and you can really like notice like how you know we've both changed over the years and how our opinions have changed also on horrors and stuff and 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 faith as well when we want to get deep on this podcast we do especially with the the uh religious side of things which we've been doing recently with the nun um especially if you want to check out that last episode we did on the first nun movie um but yeah Anything I got Nicole texting me about Insidious 5 episode about, um, she's like, oh my God, oh. I love Deconstruction Ash. Oh, <laughs> like, hey. Yeah, 50th episode. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was an episode. <laughs> I was like, I was high as shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, Is there anything but, more you want to add? No, I just, uh, somebody hadn't mentioned that I talk a lot more now too and I feel like it's really helped me kind of face some stuff about myself hey there we go it's it's therapeutic the pod you know it's cheesy and stuff but whatever you know but we just I'm talk cheesy. about bollocks at the same time too like like the nun too so let's get into let's it let's get into it <laughs> Uh, so yeah, The Nun 2 released September 8th, 2023. Um, it is exactly, today. It's, it's today and it's exactly five years and one day since the first one came out, which came out September 7th, 2018. when I saw it yesterday. Um, and this movie is actually set four years after the first one. Um, different creative team from last time, mm-hmm. though. Uh, this is written by Akela Cooper who also wrote Megan and Malignant. And Ooh, this is... okay. I didn't know that. I didn't you... research, sorry. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's my job on some episodes. But... <laughs> uh, and this is directed by Michael Chaves. Um, they also directed uh, The Curse of La Llorona and The Conjuring 3. And... I wonder if it's Chavez. Chavez. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. I am terrible at names. It's uh, okay. it might even be michelle chavez maybe um but yeah with the release of this film that makes uh michelle michael um now directing the most films within the conjuring universe being three films in total 
You said what was the other ones? I'm sorry. Uh, Curse of the Lorona and Conjuring 3. And now this oh, one. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, cool. Three, yeah. Three Conjuring movies. I can't say the other one. I My tongue's my tongue won't let me say hey come on you're mexican, it's mexican. i can't <laughs> <laughs> my brain and my tongue don't cannot talk to each other whenever i'm trying to say that <laughs> uh, and of course this movie was uh produced by our boy james Wan. What, what? Uh, there we go Juan. so the synopsis is as follows 1956 france a priest is murdered and evil is spreading the sequel to the worldwide smash hit Follows Sister Irene as she once again comes face to face with Valak, the demon nun. <laughs> what a synopsis. Um, okay, I mean, yeah, I guess that's yeah, pretty much it. It's top and tail of it. Um, so an, an addendum before we get into the trivia. Is that the right word, addendum? Um, sort of going back to our last episode where you said that this movie was actually rated R, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Uh, it was the same as last time. At least over here, it was. Uh, it was rated. 50. Oh, it's it's not over here. It's the it's rated R over here. Oh, that's interesting because it's the same same rating over here. It's fifteen, which is the same as uh, your PG thirteen, isn't it? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to know. Maybe you guys got an uncut version or something. But to me, it it definitely seemed like a PG thirteen. It seemed seemed the same. There wasn't anything like totally gory that would make would make it like a rated r i don't know um but yeah at least over here it was the same rating as the previous non-movie um, maybe i'm wrong let me google it i thought it was rated r i thought i had read that um there's not really any trivia for this movie just probably two, not yet two pieces are, are found that were worth mentioning um so this movie was filmed on location in an actual abandoned church in france which is pretty that cool. is Nope. Um, and the last piece of trivia, um, this will be the first film in the Conjuring series to be filmed in Panavision, um, which I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Panavision. Is that where it's like wider? That's, it sounds like that, doesn't it? Panavision sounds wide, but I mean, a movie theater screen is a movie theater screen, right? I don't, I don't know. Ryan, mm. tell us what is Panavision and why is this special? Um, I'm trying to think if I knew what that is. But yeah, that's all. That's yeah, it is rated R. That's so funny. Interesting. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if we did get something different. Yeah, it's unusual because we we usually have the, like the same ratings, don't we? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was quite funny. Um, my... <laughs> Some of my family members were there tonight, and they're like 14 years old. I was like, how are you guys here? So 15, I'm like, oh, I'm almost 15. I'm like, damn, guys grow up so fast. <laughs> That's weird, writing yeah. into your own family member. But yeah, <laughs> he, he was there. Like, it was it's my cousin's kid, um, and he was there with his girlfriend and his mate. I was just like, this is this is bizarre. I'm, I've been on this earth <laughs> too long. You, you were a baby, like, last week. What's going on? <laughs> I hate that stuff. Uh, Okay, anyway. So let's get into it. Uh, Our relationship with this movie and our initial thoughts. You go first. Oh, you beat me to it. I always tell you to go first. Well, you go first because you loved the first one so much. Okay, okay. Yes, I I do love the first one. Uh, I was very excited for this film. 
I'd go so far to say that besides Scream 6, this was my most anticipated film of the year. Um, really loved the first Nun movie. And for me, at least, it had a lot to live up to. Um, I was really excited to see it at the cinema. I don't actually think I've seen a James Wan movie in the cinema before. So I was looking forward to that well, fully. I don't think immersive, I have either. Like that immersive, scary experience, you know, the the dark room, the big screen, the loud noises. And like I say, I was finally getting into spooky season mode. I'd done a few like shopping trips at TK Maxx, got some spooky things and the weather had got a bit cooler. So I was in spooky mode. So the hype for this was real. Um, and it was okay. I was slightly disappointed because I hyped myself for it, but it was nowhere near as good as the first one, in my opinion. Like it was all right. It's it's a totally fine horror movie. Like it had some decent scenes, but it was okay. What did you think of it? I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Um, I I don't know if I like it more than the first one, and I'll go. I'll, I'll talk about why. Uh, but I got to see it last night, and it was really cool because I don't know. I just saw it by myself, and I was a little scared. It was, I was all the way up on the top in the corner by myself. <laughs> was it busy? No, not at all. There was hardly no. anybody in there. Yeah. It, that was that the first showing as well as you go on like a preview. Uh, I went at like five thirty. I went so. at five fifteen, and it was yeah. first first showing here, very first showing, and the cinema was empty. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, very busy. So, yeah. um, but no, I had a good time. I ate popcorn and I had an icy and some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> nice. But um, yeah, I thought it was really creepy. I mean, I liked it, so I wanted to watch it again immediately after oh. it was over. That's so, cool. That's, it uh, was more that's... of because I think there were things that I missed. Not be I didn't leave, but I just space out sometimes. Um, and there was it was still a little bit of a confusing storyline. Like I'm still confused about the first movie storyline, and I'm kind of confused about the second storyline. But okay, uh, <laughs> well, maybe we can we, we can straighten things out as we talk about it then. Yeah, um, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was um, good, and I mean. Is scary to me. Some of it was scary. Some of it wasn't, but yeah. Good. I'm glad you liked it. That's a result for you, definitely. Yeah, and I'm um, sorry that you were disappointed. That sucks. I uh, didn't know. I didn't know that you had that much hype. Like I thought you yeah. were just kind of looking forward to it. Like I was kind of like, okay, it looks pretty cool. I didn't know that you had that much hype. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Now I was I was getting more hyped as the time drew nearer, and then obviously we watched the nun. The first none, like I rewatched it and I was really into it then. So after seeing that, um, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm I'm dead stoked for this now. Uh, and looking at all the other movies coming out, I was like, you know what? Like I'm not actually looking forward to those as much as this. Like I just love a spooky movie, and I'd love the none. So I was really hyped for it, and that's my own fault for getting my you know my my hopes up too high. Um, but hey, no, I still bad is like enjoyed it. When we watched Halloween Ends and oh, like, we got on here, we just <laughs> tore it to shreds. Yeah. I think Shout that's one of my most embarrassing Halloween. episode. A Halloween Ends episode, wow. We were so, uh, what's the word? Well, we were unbearable. I mean, at least I was. I'm, I I haven't listened to <laughs> yeah, that. I don't, I don't think I'll ever listen to that episode because I'd be 
embarrassed at myself. I was full on toxic <laughs> fanboy. I yeah, actually have rewatched that movie since then, and I actually like it now. I actually so. thought about it recently, and I was like, maybe I should revisit all three of them in a row. Yeah, I, I can't wait to do a Halloween franchise rewatch this season. I mean, that I love doing it every spooky season, but especially with these new ones, I like to. I can't wait to watch them all together now. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, the nun, the nun too. Let's talk about that. So. Let's talk about highlights then. What was what was good about this movie? At the top I can of tell my you list, one of my favorite highlights. <laughs> uh, okay, is it the same as mine? Let's see. Go on. Uh, mine was Evil Frenchie. <laughs> oh no, that was on my low lights. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> no, I thought he was so hot. I was like, yeah, hot. I was like, I love you, evil Frenchie. <laughs> oh, it was so cringy. Oh my so god. So good. I'm put well, yeah, that's that was in my low lights. I hated evil Frenchie. Like when he turned into like Jason Voorhees or something at the end, I was like, no. I loved it. Yes. What? Like I hate it, it when more. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when things like that happen where like the, the demon like acts through someone and like like when he like turned and was like, hell, he didn't say hello, nun, did he? What did he say? He said hello, I think he said hello sister. Hello, hello, sister. That was it. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that was the part no. that I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, that was the part where I was like, no, you've lost me. And then he was like, turned into like a superhero and started like throwing everyone around and punched Love the it. nun out the window. I was like, come on, what am I watching now? great oh no i didn't like that bit at all but really what was your highlight though highlight well i've got like a list of like highlights like i've got right at the top here i think it's important to note that the acting was a lot better than the first one Mm. like i feel Mm. like especially frenchy and yeah they really upped their game in in those five years they really upped their game i thought my low lights were the two sisters. Mm. They were not yeah, my favorite. I, no, I mean, she was the one from the first one. She was still as bland. She acted better in this one, but her character was bland. Her as an actor, still not a fan of. And yeah, they tried to do something with this new character, this new sister. <sighs> yeah, she and it was, was annoying. really half baked. It was just like there was you know, nothing to her, there was no substance, there was no. nothing. Yeah, so whenever they were on the screen, I mean, I know that they were, like, most of the movie, but I was like, eh, whatever. But I liked, uh, I liked the, I liked the movie. I don't know. It was just. Yeah, let's see what else then. Apart from the acting, it was good. Um, the score and the music. Oh, so Oh, amazing. no. No, I've got that on my lowlights. What the fuck? Oh, this dude, the weird. score. I really didn't like the score in this one, like. I just thought that that creepy atmospheric score from the first one was just, it just wasn't there anymore. Like, because yeah. it wasn't the same composer. Do you know who did the, the music for this movie? You'll never yeah, get it. Who? So they got legendary Scream composer Marco Beltrami to do it. Interesting. But see, that's where I thought it went, that they went wrong there because they went all like Hollywood and like, it went all like superhero action movie at the end. And I just got to say, sorry, Marco, but I'm not a fan of your recent work. Like, Interesting. just didn't work for me. Like, apparently they actually considered getting Joseph Bishara from Insidious to score this, which I think that would have been, been dope. much better. 
but in my opinion, they really should have sticked with the composer from the original uh, for this one. I think uh, that's funny. I, I liked it a lot. He's um he's a Polish composer, and his name, who I'm absolutely about to butcher, is Abel Korzenski. Um, but yeah, that that nun theme he did in the first one is so effective, and I just really missed it in this one. Like it wasn't just wasn't as like impactful, you know, with like that. I guess it because it wasn't as gothic as the first one. Maybe it wouldn't have fit. Um, but yeah, maybe. I just think it would have been scarier with that that kind of music. Like I just noticed that the music in this one was very, I don't know, just like Hollywood and sort of paint by numbers horror score. If you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, but yeah, we're really going back and forth in the highlights and lowlights. I here. know. Every time we say a highlight, it's the other one's lowlight. <laughs> Uh, one of my highlights was uh, Susan from Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe, Chronicles oh, of Narnia. Abby mentioned that as soon as we got I out. Like, I didn't. oh, hey, it's her. I didn't know. <laughs> I haven't seen her in anything since. Yeah, she wasn't very good in this. <laughs> oh, that's funny because I liked her in it too. Uh, she's okay. I but... loved, okay, one of my main highlights was the absolute terrorizing of children in this movie <laughs> it was like fed my soul i was like yes this is what i need more of yeah. the actual terror coming from these children especially those little bratty girls oh yeah that was good like when, when that was that scene when they were going to get terrorized i was like you you have been asking for it like i can't wait to watch these girls get terrorized these little <laughs> so shit good <laughs> but so yeah good. i mean that was that was an interesting one like it, it's funny, actually. I, I'm going to go back to my low lights now. So I didn't like the the setting with the school and the children. Like I'm funny about like children in movies and stuff. Like I don't really like it, and I just didn't like the setting in this one. Like I did. I, 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 like I liked it, it when I mean it, it had some good scenes in it with them. Like especially when. Like you said, they started getting terrorized and <laughs> those kids were getting chucked around the room and it was just like really funny. Oh, that was so great. <laughs> I, I liked like how that. they used it like a whole bunch of imagery for the nun as well. I liked all of that kind of stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But what, what else have we got on highlights? You... <laughs> um, this, we hardly ever dis- oh, like disagree this way. I know, this is interesting. Yeah. Um Oh, that opening scene, that was really good. Um, oh, yeah. Where, where the priest got set on fire in the air. Like, and the I was kid, just like, oh, oh, so good. That was cool. Um, I do want to point out, though, that that's very hazardous practice to store your wine in a giant-ass glass bottle on the top of a shelf on the ground floor when Homeboy has to walk all the way up and down the stairs carrying it around. And then use them little steps to put it on and off the shelf. Like that is an accident waiting to happen. Do you know what I think? Mean? Like, why not just store your wine by the altar? Like <laughs> the whole time I was just like, this is so unnecessary. This is a real habit for this child. Because <laughs> they want the kids to do all this dangerous work. Um, so that was distracting for me. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that scene was amazing. I really liked that. That was a pretty strong opener. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Um, oh, yeah, on highlights here, I've just got scared kids. So I guess that was a highlight for me. Um, 
<laughs> just like that scene as well. That was really good scene actually, where they were like crawling through the vents. Yeah. And then they they saw the dead headmaster, and yes. then like she was like, "Oh, what is it?" She was like, "It's, it's Mrs. So and So, and she's just standing in a room." And then as soon as she finished that line, like the oh. hand just reached out and grabbed it, and that made me jump. I think that was one of the biggest jump scares. Abby yeah. almost jumped into my lap at that point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was that was a good scene. Um, Did Abby like it? Um, yeah, yeah, I think she actually preferred it to the first one. She said that the first one bored her. Um, See, that's my issue with the was, first one, too, yeah. She was scared the... from this one. But I, 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 was, I was the opposite. I wasn't scared by this, and I found this one boring. I found this one like, scarier. I found it I... scary. Okay, how do I explain this? I found this one um, scarier, but I found the other one spookier. Ooh, yeah. But the, I think that's why I prefer the first one. It's so spooky. This one, like, yeah, it had his, you know, jump scares and stuff like that and some scary bits. But the overall atmosphere and the tone of it, it wasn't spooky. Like, it was a very bright movie. Like, the cinematography, there was loads of, like, bright scenes and stuff. Like, and I was just mm-hmm. like, where's where's the fog-covered graveyards and, mm-hmm. like, dead yeah. nuns hanging and crows and a castle like, i wanted all of that spookiness like it seemed like i don't know it just wasn't it just didn't hit the mark for me in that that area mm, sorry mark. <laughs> i wanted them i wanted a more gothic spooky movie but yeah this yeah. movie actually bored me i almost fell asleep a couple of times <laughs> Um, but Abby did find it scary. Like she actually jumped and like had to hold. My I did too. A few parts. <laughs> I jumped a few times too, and I had to keep looking because like I was all the way in the back, and the whole row was empty. And I was like, "Oh my god, what if I look over and there's like a fucking figure sitting there?" <laughs> <laughs> the nun sat right there looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it was funny. Like afterwards, she was like, "Oh, that was scary." I was like really like i didn't i didn't find it scary like it obviously jumped a couple of times but that's because it's just jump scares that doesn't mean it's a scary movie it's just lazy jump scares <laughs> um, i loved it that but, was so good oh uh, character development i thought that was pretty good like i feel like they actually put effort into it this time like they, they tried to do like a better story and and stuff mm-hmm. like that i mean i personally didn't think it was a better story but at least we had a bit more character development i think yeah i really half baked (laughs) i liked the relationship between frenchie and irene a little bit more in this one too isn't it isn't it funny we were expecting like a love story between them and then we got one with him and like some other random person but it was more like a love story between him and that little girl it was a bit odd like (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? That was like, a little weird. I won't deny that. <laughs> I was like, why is why is this a thing? Like, may, okay, trope these days. Well, these adult men having friendships with little girls. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's meant to be this like thing with you know the mom, right? But it yeah. focused more on her, if you know what I mean. But who knows? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think I would have preferred it actually. We were we were saying, oh, I hope they don't do that with the love story and Sister Irene. But I kind of wish they had because I wasn't a fan of the other. So 
I feel like they were still in love, but I think it was like a different type of love. It was a love that they knew that they couldn't fulfill. Yeah. Um, What else have we got for highlights? Uh, I think I've come to the end of my highlights. Um, uh, Mainly, well, Frenchie was really hot. Did you think it was hot in the first one, or was it just this one? No, I didn't. I thought he was annoying. Oh, so he did it for you in there. Uh-huh. Evil. Guess they got to be evil then. <laughs> uh, I do have a question. Throw you around. <laughs> okay, Sorry. so I just want to talk about the storyline because I didn't really understand it. Like I understood it up until the end <laughs> part where she w- was she saying so, what was was she yeah, saying whatever's she was descendant a descendant of the patron saint of the blind Saint Lucy. Lucy, Which that's what it was. Yeah. It's just, I, I just didn't care for that storyline at all. <laughs> it was kind of. I didn't care for it either. I was just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, Valak's back, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I didn't get that. But then, well, like, I didn't get it either. Whenever she like touched the other nun's hand, was she also a descendant? No, I think she was just trying to like make her have faith. You know, because she had that conversation where she's, yeah, I got she's that. a badass nun. Like... She's smoking and doesn't go to confession. Like, I don't really have my faith, blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of like the moment where it's like, oh, get, come on, come on, sister. Like, get some faith and turn this wine into the blood of Christ, <laughs> which was so funny. Okay, so that's what it was. I couldn't, like, that whole end scene I got, I, I must <laughs> have, like, lost Somewhere. That end scene was crazy and like not in a good way for me. Like I just felt like it turned into like a superhero movie at the end, like with yeah. Valak trying to. She was like Thanos trying to get an Infinity Gem and like become more powerful. It was just like this quest for like an Infinity Gem, and and then all of a sudden he was like super like Uber Valak, and then they were like, how how can we defeat the? How can we defeat her? Um. And then I would just turn this wine into the blood of Christ, which is conveniently there because that place used to be a winery. And that place is just full of barrels of old wine that they can just turn into the blood of Christ. (laughs) So that was what happened. Um, I totally missed that whole, like, I was like, I missed something. It was so distracting, though, like that whole end scene, like that was a real, uh, a real, like, anti-climax to me because I just... I was waiting for so long for this movie to get going. It felt like it took forever to get going. And then there was like loads of messy I, jumbled bits. Like I, I hated the editing in this. I thought it was really awkward at parts. I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably didn't like this part, but I liked the magazine part. Oh, I, I hated was, it. I that thought was it was one of, so cool. <laughs> that was one of my least favorite scenes in the movie. It was just like trying to, it was trying so hard. And it went on for so long as well. I was like, okay. It did go on a little bit long. I, I was like, see. that's an endless supply of magazines. Yeah. <laughs> How many pages of those magazines got? I could see what they were trying to do. Like, you know, it's a it's a cool idea, but it dragged on for too long. Like, if that had happened in, like, 20 seconds, I would have been like, oh, oh, that's cool. You know, like, cool little scene. But it just went on and on and on. And then the payoff wasn't even good. So <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that this movie disappointed you. Oh well, these things happen. It happened yeah. with Scream Six as well. <laughs> I loved Scream Six. I will say though, this uh, Scream Six was better than this, definitely. 
Um, you should go watch all of it. Uh, what else have we got to say? Low lights. Let's get into low lights then. Um, low lights for me. Well, what was the one that I just had? Uh, oh, did they say the name of the demon? I don't remember them ever saying the name. I don't think they did. And I, I don't, don't remember that's it either. Low light, but it was just something I noticed. Uh, low light was the acting for me for uh, the two sisters. I was like, bleh. Okay. Yeah. I thought the acting. I didn't really have a lot of low lights because I liked it a lot. Um, I've got a note here that says, um, "Oh yeah, like (laughs) that scene where Irene, um, she she gets the flashback of her mum. That whole mum thing, I just didn't understand that anyway. Um, and then she was like, "Oh, you've got my eyes." And they have completely different coloured eyes. Like her, her mum has blue eyes and she has brown eyes. So I didn't really understand that. Um, <laughs> so that was a that was a little thing that I picked up on. Um, yeah, I've mentioned that I found it quite boring. Um, I thought it was the pacing was off on this one. Just didn't really enjoy the pacing in it. That's funny because I liked it. Like that was the thing that I liked about it a lot. I was like way better pacing than the first one story is not as quite boring mm-hmm. i think i think the majority of people will agree with you but i think i'm very much style over substance and the first nun just has this style to it and this look to it and this atmosphere that just gets me yeah but the atmosphere and the style to it doesn't isn't enough i don't think it is to me i'm a very hollow man i just <laughs> i like i like That's giant right, pretty simple, things and nothing in the middle just completely empty <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i just i didn't find it scary either and just nowhere near as atmospheric as the first one didn't like the cinematography in this i've mentioned that i just thought it was too bright and like quite pleasant looking like i, I liked how the first one's very like dark you know thematically cinematography wise um and i also think that the higher budget on this one kind of hindered it like i prefer the lower quality in the first one like the lower budget quality yeah i have my final notes were but overall really scary a little less cheesy not near as spooky as the first one they were able yeah it says they were able to get scarier in quotations with it being rated r in my opinion yeah yours was rated the same that's that's the thing like that's why i think i preferred the first one i liked the campness and corniness to it like this one was almost too serious for me like i preferred that sort of like that b-movie feel to the first one this one just felt very you know standard hollywood blockbuster horror like nowadays you know it just didn't really have that that exciting feel to it like the first one did for some reason um yeah i like my movies like a bit more low-key like i i prefer (laughs) i prefer the blood of christ as the ultimate demon slaying weapon than the eyes of a patron saint of the blind um (laughs) that's, that's what i like um the score we've mentioned that um oh yeah i also preferred like like the theme and the location and the story in the first one like i much preferred the remaining castle than the french church 
Like it was just a lot more creepy than just like a creepy upstairs in a French church. <laughs> um, yeah, the boarding school and the class thing just wasn't really a favourite plot line of mine. Um, oh yeah, and I've got a, a note here that says like, where did all the kids go? Like, yeah, that was one of my things too. At the end, I was like, no, wait a second, this is a stupid. <laughs> Like the, there was like loads of kids at one point. There was like classes going on and like loads of children. It was almost like Hogwarts. And then all of a sudden, like there was just five kids. Like where the hell were the rest of the kids? Like there was like destruction going on in that place. And there was just like five children. So I, yeah, maybe, I uh, maybe Black Philip ate them. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Black Philip. Okay. So that should have gone in my highlights. That was. That was what I took away from this as my favorite thing. So that thing was to so do, scary. <laughs> so scary. Anything to do with that devil I was like, goat. okay, can we have a whole movie about that guy? <laughs> yes. I want a spin-off on the, the devil goat man. Like, because that shit was terrifying. That was, and that's saying something, isn't it? The best thing that came out of this movie for me was the goat. It should have been called the goat rather than the nun too like oh, that was dope. the best thing for me like anything to do with that like goat window that was so scary like i thought that was a really cool little bit like you know when the kids were like telling her like mm-hmm. to stand there and look look at the eye and it glows red and stuff and like i was just like oh as soon as that scene happened it got me back in it, it like got my full attention i was like oh, i love shit like this and that then and then that moment when the goat wasn't in the window anymore. And I was just like, oh, shit. It's going to go down now. Where's this fucking goat at? And the goat was it, so scary. Oh, when it popped up at the stairs, I was like, oh, I, I legitimately got a chill. I was like, okay, yeah, this this is why I watch horror. Like, I love, I love moments like that where I literally get a full body chill running down me. And then when it, t- it turns and looked, I was like, oh, shit. And there's like coming down the stairs, you can just hear the hooves. So good, man. I love that. That whole sequence, that was by far like my favorite scene, like the the goat devil chase. So scary and so good. Um, Being those little girls. <laughs> and then it stabbed <laughs> through the door and it stabbed oh, that little right. girl. I was like, Hold yes. on a minute. That girl got stabbed with what the horns of the goat like yeah. I, I heard someone say it's a pitchfork but I, I think that was I think it was the horns it was the horns and, yeah and then she was okay like the next scene like she just ran off like nothing had happened yeah like, that but never got dope. addressed <laughs> <laughs> it was good for that <laughs> yeah apart from that that scene was so good and that whole the whole goat window loved it uh was that your favorite scene as well yeah it was a pretty dope scene yeah, but I liked uh, whenever uh, the nun had what's her face on fire, like when she was up in the air, she was like in a cross. I don't know. I like that scene. That was dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, oh, the altar boy scene was pretty good as well. You know, where, like, <gasps> yeah, I forgot about that scene actually. Yes, yeah. I loved all. Oh, and then when he's like beating her and yeah. he's laughing, yeah, and she's like gets killed and he's still laughing that part yeah just (gasps) yeah that was another scene that like made me sit up and pay attention i was like okay that that was probably my favorite the editing was really good as well it was like flashes to him laughing and then like the nun was stood behind him with her hand on his shoulder like making him do it 
and it was just kind of like fast cuts almost like psycho you know where you just like see the thing swinging and her like mm-hmm. falling down i really like that scene it was scary so yeah it did have scary moments in it definitely i completely forgot about the goat and the and that scene those were great scenes those were good scenes yes um i've got a funny scene here i actually burst out laughing it was at the start when um uh, the nuns were doing like a classic campfire ghost story moment like about <laughs> yeah, Valak. I didn't like, know what that was either. They were like peeling potatoes and like telling a spooky story. I was like, what is happening? It was so <laughs> funny. It was like a scene out of Friday the 13th or something like around the campfire. Like, do you know the legend of Valak? <laughs> oh, I would never talk about that around the campfire. Are you joking me? <laughs> <laughs> Um, favorite character I've got Sophie was okay I guess like it was hard to pick evil Frenchie oh yeah I guess you liked him but um, definitely the nun always and forever but the, the thing is like even Valak wasn't notable in this like there wasn't enough nun like she was barely in it and we've barely spoke about her she popped up like a couple of times did some jump scares but in my opinion, like her presence wasn't felt in this movie. Like, she, I guess she didn't have that much screen time in the first one, but she I guess just... I guess they were just using more of just the actual demon itself in different forms. I guess mm-hmm. more too than much evil were... Frenchy, not enough known. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, need no, need more known in my opinion. Or more Goatman. I just want a Goatman spin-off, definitely. Dude, um, why like, is there not a Goatman movie? Goatman like the movie, yeah. There needs to be one. I'm sure there is. Like One terrorizing terror- kids. I, that's that's what it has to be. It has to be terrorizing kids. <laughs> just just a Goatman in a school. That's just the whole movie. <laughs> I want to see that. Oh, by the way, there's a movie that's come out called Slother House. Have yes. you seen the trailer I've for that? I've seen the trailer for it. Oh yes, my I god, have. I can't wait to watch that. It looks incredible. I've got a feeling it's going to be contending for film of the year with Winnie the Pooh for me. It's just right up my street. Um, I can't promise that I'll watch it. What, Winnie the Pooh or that? <laughs> uh, no, the Slother, <laughs> Slother House. Slother House. I, the sloths are just icky. Yeah, that's why it's, it's going to be even scarier because it's a sloth. No, they are so fucking creepy. Just the way they move, it. they don't seem real. They're um, not. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any um, lamest lines for this? Because I actually didn't catch any. Like, because the writing wasn't Mm-mm. corny in this one. Like, yeah, the writing wasn't corny at all. It hindered it. it. It just needed the campiness of the first one. It was too serious. There wasn't really any uh, comedy, com- comic relief. No. Comedic relief. I feel like they tried to in part, but it wasn't consistent. Like, it was just kind of... It was very serious. Um, But yeah, no no lamest lines I can think of. I think th- there was a moment when she went and saw all those old farts and one of them said, like you send this thing back to hell or something, which was quite lame. But apart from that, <laughs> you know, he was like sat there eating his dinner. And he was oh. like, you, you will go and do this. Do this for me. Oh, the, yeah, whatever that guy was. 
Yeah, cardinal. Somebody needs to like explain all that. No, don't explain it to me because I don't care. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I left this movie thinking, well, I mean, did you wait? Did you see the after credit scene? Yeah, I was about to ask so you that. The the Warrens getting a phone call about Frenchie. It's time to do the exorcism on him, basically, which we see in Conjuring Two. Does that happen in Conjuring Two? Or we see a little snippet of uh, Frenchie's exorcism. Um, and I just thought, what? well, that's what it was for. Yeah, because it because that happens at the end of the Nun, doesn't it? It goes into like the bookends are like clips from the Conjuring Two, right? Oh man, it's been a while since I've watched. Con- for some reason, the Conjuring Two, I have a hard time rewatching because oh. it's so scary. <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> that's a scary movie. Um, <laughs> can't deal with all the kids <laughs> toy stuff just come on <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to watch that on your own dark I know. i'm challenging <laughs> you right now <laughs> i don't want you to film yourself and your reactions no <laughs> i want i want to see it all i'm gonna um, be buried in a blanket that's what i'm gonna be doing you won't be on your own you'll have rocket with you she'll keep <laughs> yeah right that bitch would run out <laughs> way before um but as i was saying um the frenchy thing yeah so like so this whole movie was kind of pointless because i just thought well you should have just called the warrens in the first place then because obviously that demon's still in him like at the end he just like walked off and it's like oh yeah been banished for now but i'm still okay so yeah that kind of did make sense then interesting i didn't realize that that that... i'm an idiot (laughs) we literally talked about it on the last episode (laughs) but um but i think that i think there may be a third one coming i think they might turn this into a non-trilogy yeah that's what i was picking up on and i yeah and then i think they might actually lead it right up until that point when he has the exorcism with the Warrens. Um, I mean, I'll watch it. Of course I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch any any old shit like this. Sucker. Um, but yeah, unless you've got anything else to add, we could do final thoughts. Final thoughts. I liked it and I want to rewatch it as soon as it comes out. Well, I mean, when it's free, I don't think I want to pay for it again. Yeah. But, you know. Overall thoughts for me, I mean, it's full of cheap jump scares and a few unintentionally funny moments, so it's worth a watch. It's a fine horror movie, and I think it'd be entertaining to watch, like, with a bunch of friends, with a few drinks, like, it's a good movie to enjoy like that. It's got some fun parts in it, like, um, but I don't recommend it, personally. (laughs) Um, It is... Bottom bottom tier James Wan films for me. Like um favourite is obviously still insidious. Yes. Um but yeah, not not a patch on the first nun in my opinion. I have a special place in my heart for that first nun movie. I, I love it. Guilty pleasure. Um but yeah, we should probably wrap things up this episode. Next episode we will be continuing our conjuring universe chronological coverage with Annabelle Creation. And that is set two years after this movie in 1958. <laughs> What's that noise for? Fucking dolls. <laughs> oh, we're getting there. Uh, I know, I've seen this the movie dolls. before, but 
still. Oh, by the way, I will be talking about this probably on the next episode because we're talking about dolls, spooky dolls, but I watched the boys movies recently. Have you seen them movies? The boys? The, the boy it's called The Boy, and then the second one is called Oh the Boy. No, I haven't. I want I thought about it, but no. Oh man, like we should do them next year, definitely. Um isn't Katie Holmes in one of them? Yeah, she's in the second one. Okay, yeah. Which is not very good. But the first <laughs> one's the first one's very good. I Wait, do the recommend first one the first freak one. Freak me out. Yes, the second one will too, but like the first one is a really fucking good movie. And we should talk about it next year, I reckon. I think we should do them. Um, but yeah, so that's about it for this episode. So shout out to our wonderful Patreon supporters, also known as our Ride or Dies, also known as the Horror Homeschoolers. I mean, maybe we can come up with a better name for them than that. Um, Field Mouse, Ryan, Wade, Ash, Kyle, and Francesco, and Oliver. You are all awesome. We love you so much and appreciate the support. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we hope you enjoy all of our bonus content. More stuff is coming. We promise. We promise. I just have to move house, start a new job, and completely turn my life around first. And then I'll give the Patreon my full attention again. <laughs> so it's going to happen. We both have had to move and turn our whole lives around this year, huh? Yeah. Life sucks, but we, we <laughs> try to keep the pod going. And um, we, we appreciate you all. And we, we see you, those guys that are still sticking with us. We love you so much. <laughs> love you so much. Um, and a special fuck you to Stitcher for shutting down. Uh, so Stitcher is no longer a platform that you can listen to Horror Homeschool on, unfortunately. I know Ryan was upset about that. Um, he's having to migrate to Spotify, I believe. Uh, but we're also available completely ad-free on Apple Podcasts. At least that's the case in the UK. I don't know about elsewhere. Uh, but you can listen totally ad-free on our host website, on a browser. Just go to horrorhomeschool.com and click on the link that says website. And you can listen there totally ad-free, just on a browser. Um, but yeah, you can find all of our links at horrorhomeschool.com links to all the platforms when you where you can listen to the show still our merch buy some merch uh follow us on our socials and our patreon link is on there too and um, personal social media stuff you can follow me on instagram chris j wakefield and me underscore Abraham lincoln underscore we will be back soon with another episode and remember the devil is always here <laughs>